How much time do you want for your progress? progress, progress. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Clatter Chatter on Things That Matter, the podcast that is intellectually engaging, theologically reflecting, encouraging sociologically, imagining ways in which we can live. Thank you for spending this short amount of time with us. We promise you that you will not regret a moment of it. Shout out to Trevor Smith and B.J. Herbert for commissioning this fantastic music to get our minds going on things eternal, positive, and fulfilling life's purposes. Well, Dr. Hayes, we just made it to February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. Show everybody some love, Ash Wednesday, um, and the beginning of the Fonnie Willis. I don't even know what to say. Just greet everybody. <laughs> Greetings, and... Um... You know, time marches on. So this is another day, which I still believe the Lord has made. So we ought to rejoice in all the revelation. We ought to rejoice in the possibilities. We ought to rejoice in the truth. And the truth will set us free. I can't help but the optics. Here we have in this month called... Afro-American History Month, Black History Month, a couple of days after the fantastic Reverend posthumously ordained Jarena Lee, her birthday, the day after we celebrate the birthday of Bishop Richard Allen, same week we celebrate the legacy of Absalom Jones, uh, the oldest civil rights organization, the Free African Society, um, the oldest civil rights organization, the AME Church, African Methodist Episcopal Church, and the African Episcopal Church. Um, and now the same week, Dr. Hayes, we're looking at this. And, I, and I'm curious because, you know, I teach these classes in sociology and some of the things that we talk about, especially aesthetics, uh, especially white aesthetics, uh, how the narrative of beauty and acceptance and all of these other things is based on perhaps white gaze and, and um, whiteness, okay? Then we go, I mean, it's been a great week. Super Bowl champions three times, the Kansas City Chief, um, America's game, American football, Super Bowl is the American stuff. As a matter of fact, the name Super Bowl came from um, um, the Hunt family 
who started the Chiefs franchise, who started the American Football League. So not the NFL, the National Football League, but the American Football League. That's the league that my dad played in the early 1960s because that's when they started. So I have an affinity for football. My dad played for the Broncos in 1960, first year that the Broncos was organized. So I'm in my feelings a whole lot. But but the same thing that the Super Bowl and the American Football is an identity marker, a moniker of American culture or the United States of America culture, so is mass shootings. And so you just oppose all of this. Now we see we've got the mass shooting at a celebration, at a parade for something that's totally USA. Then we get this juxtaposition of seeing this prosecutor... <laughs> being brought forward and and in front of America, uh, United States of America, we see this sexuality played out. And and I'm looking at this 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 assistant prosecutor in this whole RICO case. Donald Trump is guilty and his ass gonna pay for it. So let's just start there. But I'm seeing this thing with this black man and this white guy is asking him whether or not he had sexual relations outside of his marriage. And so we're seeing this whole, this, this white aesthetics, this, this hypersexuality of black folks, like insatiability. And it's like, okay, so you all have this obsession with guns. Can we just leave it right here? We wouldn't have these, look, look, this, this woman dead at a parade and these nine children injured and 20 other folks scrapping for their own lives. But we, but we on front street now with this, whether or not we're going to disqualify somebody in a criminal case against the president who was a racketeer. So make that make sense. Now he's also being brought forward in, in New York as well, but I, I'm just, I just, I, I I don't understand. And then let me just put this out here because I talked about this yesterday, and then you could just chime on in. And then I'm curious because I mentioned to my the students, I said, anybody know why there's an obsession with Cupid? I mean, Cupid is a naked little white boy that speaks volumes, right? Given from the Romans, the Greco-Roman world, going around shooting folks, shooting folks with arrows. So that's that's the that's the whole warring piece. And then his little neck and little booty. That's the I ain't gonna I'm just gonna let it dangle. So we've had this whole little cupid kind of thing. This this naked little boy's body, white boy, floating around trying to be the personification of love, but you got your arrows, you got your guns in your hands. That don't make any sense, right? And then then to know the Saint Valentine, the martyr of Africa, Lord have mercy. Saint Valentine was was a a, a brown skinned man. There were three. Uh, there was the Saint Valentine, the martyr of Africa. Saint Valentine, the the, uh, the martyr of the Roman providence in Africa. Do I keep saying? So all three of the Saint Valentines were black men. Oh boy, come rescue me, Doctor Hayes, before I go too far. You already went too far. <laughs> you lost me. It's all in the same week. It's all in the same week. Uh, yeah, well, you know, there is the written, and and then there is the unwritten. Uh, and if you don't, if you don't understand a dog whistle, 
you may not get it. But if you do, you know exactly what's going on. And that's the uh, constant attempt to discredit anybody in black leadership. They, they did it to Martin Luther King. They did it to a, a, a number of uh, spiritual leaders, so-called spiritual leaders. They did it to the man that was running for governor in Florida. They, they, they always go <clears throat> after um, these relationships that, again, as you said, are marked by sexuality, of course, um, but I, I, I think that that if you would go after some of the other folk, like you go after black folk, you would find you would find the same thing in in probably a a, a much greater magnitude. So it's you know, I I think this is this has really very little to do with the jobs that people have been charged with, uh, what they do in their personal and private life really is, a, is should not be of any public concern. Uh, but that's where, that's where they go to blow the, the dog whistle. Because as you say, this is the mythology that has surrounded uh, people of African origin. Um, and so you, you're going to see it. You see it time and time again. But my question is, do we have the capacity to look beyond the implications to the real um, intention? And I think the real intention is not to bring justice to those who have um, broken the law. The intention is to discredit those who would bring to justice those who have broken the law, and this is this is a um, an approach that is repeated time and time again. It's, it should be no surprise. Uh, but the very thing that they accuse others of is the thing they themselves are guilty of. See the whole picture. The whole picture says that most of of what uh, the former president is about is projection, and um, he always tries to uh, put on others what belongs to to him. So I I'm not surprised at any of this. Uh, it's hurtful. It's disappointing. But it's not surprising. And, and and so you're such a good person. And I, I just pray that your goodness continues to permeate this this horrible world. And I'm not going to stand on that goodness because I'd be all of the ancestors, my big, bodacious, bold, black ass, and say, what is it? Ye without sin cast the first stone. You ain't saying nothing to me that I don't already know. And so state the facts, the man, 
interfered, manipulated, and did this. It ain't about me. So stop playing this game and go after the seed of Beelzebub and let that demonic spirit go where it needs to go, back to the pit of hell. And I am just so tired of black people in this country being so conciliatory to where it's it's deafening. It's killing us. And I don't know how we can't just be bold because they're going to try to lynch us anyway. So just go on. Just go on. Stand up with your full throat and chest and say, whatever you got, I'm good. I'm not walking in less than any integrity or ethical and moral compass than what is mine to be. You all are the ones who shuck and jive and, and create this stuff to where you don't know what the truth is, but I'm free and I'm going to hold my head up. And by golly, I'm going to sit my black ass in the courthouse, whether or not I am the lead attorney on this case or not, you're going to have to see me. You're not going to let me. I ain't running. What you going to do? You know what I'm saying? I just, I am so, I'm over. I'm done. I'm fed up with us not standing up to the power that is so, uh, or the, or the perception of power. Who gives a damn? I wish somebody on the court would just start cussing. And what they going to call them? Being in contempt, of course. No, you just shut the shit down. Yeah, well, I did it, and what of it? I was filing for a divorce. Who ain't done that stuff? I didn't have. I ain't crossed no boundaries. She ain't did no quit pro quo nothing. This for that, you know. Quit it. It's silly, Doctor Hayes. What well, the biggest deal is? This man is set up here and told Russia to go and attack the NATO allies, and Russia got a nuclear rocket that's the went up to the the space area. You know what I'm saying? That to me, mm-hmm. that what, what what's that? Well, the trial that is proceeding is 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 the trial uh, um, of the sex uh, uh, worker um, who he paid off before his election that's where the that's where the corruption in in political life began before he was even elected he paid off the porn star so he's up for trial today the same day he couldn't be in georgia i mean i mean if you don't understand that that the man's got so many indictments against him that he can't even be at all of his trials. He paid off a porn star and married one. Okay. And, and, and then, yeah, he, he got so much shit going on. He got, he, you know, he, he, he got a defamation case against that, that one lady who he said he never had any, uh, relationship. And then in the picture, he said, he said it was his, his, his wife, Marla Maples. So he mistaked this woman for his wife. Yeah, Dr. So, Hayes. I mean, I mean, they've already won that case twice, mm-hmm. and he's he's getting ready to have to go up a third time if he doesn't shut his mouth. He has, but I'm I'm just saying the boldness uh, uh, to come against him now is evident, even though all the the members of Congress seem to be shaking in their boots, scared to go against him in any way. The 
people are rising up and the people, the common people are going to tell the truth on him. And we have to hope that the judicial system will work even in spite of all of his effort. Well, then it um, eventually system will bring him to justice. But if the system doesn't, the people still have to vote and he can cry foul all he wants. This time, I think, I think that we'll be ready for his objection to whatever the outcome of the election will be. Well, I love Nikki Haley's husband. I don't even know his name, but, but the brother get an honorary black card because when, (laughs) when this buffoon was casting dispersions about where her husband is, he's a combat veteran. He's over serving on the continent of Africa right now. Uh, You know, acting like their relationship, this man, I'm telling you, Dr. Hayes, there's some lunacy here. This man who's trying to act like he is the upstanding citizens of relationality with his baby mamas and multiple marriages and all of that other kind of stuff, trying to act like where your husband, where your pe- where your wives at? They ain't with you, okay? But anyway, Nick- Nikki Haley's husband go sit up and say the difference between humans and animals is this. Animals will never elect the dumbest to lead the pack. I said, that man, I got to shake his hand. Yes. That was beautiful. Enough said. We are letting dumb and dumber dumb down and then act like we are so exceptional. The only thing this country is exceptional in is ignorance and not even recognizing what you don't know. And making up the stuff as you go. That's why we got Fonnie Willis. I mean, you look at black excellence. You look at this whole, everybody else who is just brilliant. And then you see this dumbing down of this nation with people who don't use their frontal lobe because maybe it wasn't fully developed, you know. And here we have folks just following any kind of Tom, Dick, or Harry thinking that it's, it's the truth. And not thinking, Dr. Hayes. What's wrong with thinking? Does it hurt? Well, I think, I think, Dr. Cooper, I want you to believe that enough people who do think are going to change the tide of this thing. You can't see all that we're seeing and not, and not do something with it, not do something about it. I, I, I refuse to believe that that the greater masses, and I still believe that the 35, 30, 35% of people that are behind the former president will never be sufficient to bring off. Okay. Well, I know what you were saying was going to be real profound. We're continuing to hope that he doesn't even get to run. But if he does, I think I think the citizenry of the United States of America know what they need to do. Dr. Hayes. They they elected 
George, George Santos, they elected his replacement uh, yesterday, day before. Tuesday, yeah. And um, they're going to continue to do replace some of these people, like you say, that are crazy, that are ignorant and um, ha- have lost their mind in terms of what is just and right. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on I'm I'm gonna believe that seventy percent of our population, and we don't really need seventy, even fifty or sixty percent, will make sure that uh, the orangutan doesn't get back in. Oh man, don't insult don't insult the orangutan comparing that to him. I hear you though, Dr. Hayes. But here's a hope <laughs> since you brought it up. I believe 21 uh, U.S. Congress people are no longer running for re-election. Uh, so that's 21 seats up for grabs. And I'm sure the seats will be flipped. So, yeah, the handwriting is on the wall. And uh, and I know we've been talking so much trash today. There was a little technological glitch in your prophetic profoundness and I said, in the name of Jesus, it's going to be all right. It's still going to go out over the airwaves. Give us some parting hope that you gave us again. <laughs> Keep looking up. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Uh, but we needed the wake-up call. We needed to start paying attention again because we have been lulled into a false sense of security. And nothing is certain forever. And we will have to fight again for those rights that we have garnered in the past. But we have to continue to fight to maintain the level of of liberty and freedom that we enjoy in this country. It is not a given. It is not a given. And uh, Black folk especially need to make sure that our rights are not eroded. Um and to make sure that we are not unjustly treated for the excellence that we bring to every situation. And on that note, thank you, Dr. Hayes, for this moment of refreshing. Let's go tune back into the trial until we meet again. It has been a privilege, a pleasure, and an honor to have you join in with us today. Remember that everything will be all right until we meet again. Stay safe and well.